0: Welcome to No Filter Boxing. All the questions were well and truly answered in the rematch we were all waiting for. Tyson Fury put in an absolute masterclass display in defeating Deontay Wilder in the seventh round of their epic contest in Las Vegas. Joining me to discuss the contest and possible future fights are two men who have seen and done it all. David A, former heavyweight champion of the world and cruiserweight champion, is with us. And of course, David was ringside for BT Sports commentating on the contest. Welcome David, it was a, a classic contest. How impressed were you with Tyson Fury?
1: I was uh, I was taken aback by his determination, his will, the fact he said he was gonna come out and bring it to Wilder. I thought if he does that, it's a suicide mission, it's a crazy thing to do, but he proved me well and
0: truly wrong and he, he's up there now with some of the greats of, of all time. Alongside David, a man very, very close to Tyson Fury, a close friend and former trainer, Ben Davidson. Ben? You must have been impressed and proud of Tyson Fury's display. I knew what he was capable of. We've all sung
2: his praises for a long time and it was his job to go out there and prove it and he's done that now.
0: These are some of the strengths that I pulled out and some points we both pulled out, Ben. So, Fury feints for me. He's got a great feint where he feints and he jabs, catches um, Deontay Wilder here. There's that little feint there and then he throws the shot. So, he's always keeping the opponent guessing. Watch here little feint coming up there it is there and then brings the right hand across as well you must have worked on this hours and hours in the gym but it's very effective in my time working with tyson it was during his comeback on his layoff and um
2: we focused more so on his, on his on his boxing boxing at distance these sorts of things the type of feints he used to throw was big obvious feints big yeah. obvious feints to open up the distance and if you didn't respect them, he was going to hit you because he was going to be in his distance because of his reach advantage what I noticed, what Andy Lee and Sugar Hill done, was they just settled the feints up a little bit because he was doing it aggressively, which was a real smart move. And the other thing I noticed was the, the lead hand positioning. Tyson's always quite side on with his, with his a low left hand out of the eye line, which allowed him to sort of hit you with a
1: jab that you didn't see coming. When your arm's in this position to throw a jab, you're turning your knuckles over. But when uh, Fury used to, but for the first time, like his arm was down here and it was more of a flip-up jab, which isn't as hard and you've got, and takes a bit or, little longer, but it's from here, it's, yeah. a knock, it's not a damage. With this, from this position, you can step into it and you've got your whole body weight, opposed to just your arm flicking. And that, I don't believe Wilder was expecting or, or, or was used to in any way, shape or form.
0: But again, effective.
1: Even the body, I shot down the body abs- shots. I also thought the body shots
0: for me, the jabs to the body, Any, they don't look a lot. But you know, you got a the money. A 19,
1: a nineteen stone man jabbing you in the yeah. solar plexus continuously for a round in a box match. When you're when you worried about the head shots and you're getting dug downstairs, it takes it out of you. You might not wind you straight away or put you down but you've got an energy bar, and every
0: time you get hit with it, it doesn't go up, it goes down, slowly but surely. Also, um, I pointed out the fury front foot pressure. Start of the contest, run straight to the centre of the ring. That's mine. I'm controlling things here. I'm going to control your movements. if I'm the in the tone, Set
1: the tone for but the here, whole round. And
0: Ben, you wanted to point this out mm-hmm. about the hand again? Again, like we was talking
2: about in the first fight, the, the lead hand positioning. Tyson being more aggressive, Wilder often likes to spring into his attacks, which is very dangerous, and he's very quick with them. Yeah. Tyson using his front arm to, to occupy that gap between the two of them prevented Wilder from springing into his attacks. It kept him defensive-minded. By doing this, Wilder likes to engage in, in a bit of lead hand play while he's trying to set something up. something up. A bit like foreplay yeah. before you get down to the main thing. The big th- right th- this, Yeah, he would like to engage in this. Tyson went from this movement, if you press play, into a left hook to occupy Wilder's right hand, which allowed him to land the right hand there. Something else which was I was often very, very wary of in my time working with Tyson was conventionalising an unconventional fighter. He um, lose you, his
1: edge if you do that.
2: If you think about Prince Nazim when he started working with Emmanuel Stewart, conventionalising him sort of worked against him. I think Tyson had the right balance. Like I say, there was times when he used the, 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 the lead hand positioning in a more aggressive approach, but there was often times that he sat back and went back to what he'd usually do. Here's an example, if we're able to do it in slow motion, where he starts an attack as an orthodox, transitions into southpaw, and actually transitions back to orthodox, which isn't exactly it's conventional
1: not, it's, it's difficult to practice that that's more of a natural thing it's, it's, it's hard to hit a bag like that because a bag doesn't move you need someone moving away from you to to do that you can do it on the pad work but very few people very few coaches set combinations where your feet change because they were taught staying in one position
0: you were obviously ringside you were part of the commentary team did you expect this aggression so early in the contest no i didn't expect it so Look early at this. I, Look, and it I, I didn't expect totally him to keep it
1: he, he went out there like a man possessed. He went out there like he, it was his belt. The WBC yeah. belt was his belt, and he was just taking it back. Wildy has never experienced a big man, even anyone, coming at him like that. And, Ben, I, w-
0: I was also impressed, not only with Tyson Fury for going forward aggressively with long, straight shots, but also here. Gets him on the ropes and really roughs him up. Yeah, I mean, look at I mean, this. This is good work on the inside. This He's This is about
2: him. versatility. Look at Tyson changing head slots inside to prevent getting hit with these uppercuts yeah, that right. Wilder's
1: throwing. He's done that before. Well, Fury's done that before, whereas Wilder hasn't been in this zone. 100%. One thing I will say is people will now say,
2: ah, Wilder can't box on the back foot. We pointed out mm. in the first breakdown, he can box on the back foot. He's knocked a lot of people yeah. out on the back foot. No. Spilker, Ortiz. Yeah. Yeah. As they're coming great to Great technician yeah. as they come on.
0: Ben, we'll move on to uh, some points that you would like to to pick out?
2: Yeah, Wilder, he likes to spring into his attacks, and something we spoke about was the way that Tyson defended the right hand in the first fight. Obviously, nullifying Wilder's attacks, trying to keep Wilder's punch count low in the first fight was key for us because we needed to dictate the pace because of Tyson's weight loss Mm. and, and, and where he was physically going into that fight. Tyson attempted to use it, but he went back in a straight line as opposed to what we were working on, where he was circling as he come out while using his front arm to control the distance. He just gets clipped with this right hand. It just hits him. After this, he goes straight back at Wilder. I believe that's a significant point in the fight. But again here, he goes back in a straight line and he just gets clipped. But this is Tyson's intelligence. This is Tyson's IQ. The adaption that he makes, something we spoke about again in the first breakdown of how to defend that right hand. He made the adaption to go underneath, underneath it, to use Wilder's punches as his entry point to get close. Once he got close, then he could physically use his size against Wilder. And that's what he done here. That adaption was fantastic. Here in round two, that's the adaption he's made already. Now he can use his size, again, goes underneath. Underneath. Something else, his head position. He was he was engaged, he wanted to work. His mm. head was in position, his hips were back so that there was space between them for him to work. Mm. Wilder wanted to stand up tall and hold like we spoke about. Mm. He wanted to buy a bit of time, he didn't want to work. Let's clinch, let's buy a bit of time, let's get back at distance. Mm. Tyson was head in. Hips back, I want to work. That was real smart. And then to to have the head positioning, the hip positioning, look at his hand holding Wilder's hip, walking him back.
0: And this point here, Ben, you'd like to make? Yeah,
2: something that stood out for me. This is round one, 20 seconds into the fight. Wilder, I know his team, they call it good back foot where he steps back, back foot first, which is technically in the text, but correct, so he can step back, back foot first, always be in position to punch, so he can bring you on to something. Wilder was so occupied with what Tyson was doing, his fundamentals were so flawed. Mm. Of course, we know he's got certain flaws in his fundamental game, but this was something that is uncharacteristic for him. He's stepping back, front foot first, costing himself good positioning and a good base, not allowing himself to be able to punch, again here front foot comes back first. That's schoolboy errors, you know? And that was Tyson's physical presence. That's a result of what Tyson done in the first fight in round 12. Uh, the, the, the lead up, they're talking about the weight. All these things occupied
0: Wilder to almost fight out of fear. Just a couple of instances here, examples of some good shots. What's this, it's a cracking one too here. Now well, that's the first knockdown rather, so the left hand comes round, then the right hand, but knocks him off his feet. Okay, so, but here coming up, there's the right hand. Now, I just highlighted that because that actually just clips the target. And you know as good as anyone, Dave, a punch on the side of the chin or the temple, that's when the box's senses can be scrambled. But if we carry this on, Can we just, just pause just that a
2: second again? Yeah, sure, yeah. Well, so, something else I'll say, he, he wanted to work yeah, with, man. and I know it's something that Tyson's uncle, Huey, that he, his first trainer was very keen yeah. on. He wanted to, to work with sugar and bring sugar in focusing on turning his shots over turning right. the knuckles over if this shot had landed with the palm of yeah. the glove it may not have had the same effect mm. right the fact that he's turned Turn this over got over. the elbow over and really turned mm. the knuckles over like you said it's a clipping
0: shot it's a clip right on the yeah. edge of the, of the chin but it, it's you've so got, effective you've got to and commit if, yourself to those shots so really what's this now so it. he hasn't been look at his legs his legs are gone it's a bit of a delayed reaction yeah. i mean this ends he ends up on the and floor and there. every time what? he goes
1: down he, he uses that weight, leans on his back you know wilder Um, had an additional 16 pounds to his usual frame in this fight. Before the weight of Tyson
0: (laughs) on top of him. And his
1: legs, they're not
0: designed to carry that much weight. We've spoke about Deontay Wilder's weight, but what about Tyson Fury's weight? He's meant to be 19 19 stone 7 on the scales. There's rumours flying everywhere. Do you believe he was 19 stone 7?
2: Yeah, you know... On the scales? On the scales he was 19 (laughs) stone 7, but obviously I think that... People saw him walking into the to the scows with drinking the, a big berth. leaving with gallon.
0: trainers,
1: sure. trainers, and he it. was. I did notice him drinking a gallon of water on the way on the way to the. To the
2: Look, looking at Tyson's physique, there, I'd say that he's probably about 18, waking up round there about, but somewhere between 18, 18. 10, 11. So Best was it mind
0: games, f- games again then? He looked solid around his again. shoulders, around his neck and sh- his arms. He, did, but he, li- he, he leaned he up a little bit. He's bigger he than li- when he fought Schwartz, yeah. but tighter here. Now this is, this is the shot I like. There's a <laughs> tiny little shot. It's either an uppercut or just a short right hand on the inside. And Wilder's not but, expecting but, it. Yeah. No, he's not expecting it. No one is. No one can barely see it. But look at the effect that it has on Deontay Wilder. There's Bing, the shot. there. Bing,
1: yeah, you hardly see it. You hardly see now the shot as a massive be... effect. Exactly. That's sometimes sometimes the, the, the short the short chopping shots that you, you don't load up for, yeah. and Just then the ones that clip. the opponents don't see are the ones that have the most
0: effect. Ben, this is the finish, but you wanted to make a point here about Tyson's jab.
1: He's
2: jabbing purposely. You can see he's not tried to jab at Deontay Wilder's face. He's purposely jabbed at Deontay Wilder's right hand. He's occupying Deontay Wilder's right hand, which is put in a defensive posture. Like David was saying, you're now not in a position to do any damage, to throw anything.
0: You're only inviting trouble. And then what I liked also about this was his feet. His feet here are well positioned, well balanced, measuring with the jab, and then this comes... That's the okay. shot.
2: And even in between the right hands, he's putting his left hand back in my yep. face, keeping him occupied, keeping him up tall, yeah. physically keeping him up tall, to keep putting we're, the attacks still together. staying, staying yeah. cautious. He That's was, impressive, He was throwing a different
1: David. right hand in that position than he was before. He was kind of coming over before. Yes. When he had a be of ropes, he was shooting it and bringing himself back into range on the back foot to load the right hand. Yeah. Perfect, perfect, educated pressure. As he said, what he was going to apply before the fight, that I thought, nah, I know what you're talking about, mate. He, that was, that was punch-perfect, aggressive fighting for a heavyweight. Now,
0: I don't like it to kick a man when he's down, but we've got to go on a couple of negatives um, for... Deontay Wilder, for me, again, launching the attacks from too far away. If you look at the distance with the front foot and, the, and the, the distance that the right hand's got to travel to it, that target, he launches it, he clips Tyson, but Tyson's moving away. He's going to have no effect on Tyson. That one there catches him, but again, no effect on Tyson because he's moving away. What Wilder requires
1: early doors is your respect. He needs to land that big right hand first. With a hard jab around right hand, he needs to hit you for you to go into the zone he wants, which is... Be fearful of my power and let me kind of relax and, and pick the shots, dictate right. th- the pace. But Fury was having absolutely none of it. As soon as the shot landed, he was then back on him. Yeah. So Wilder psychologically, realized, I'm throwing my best stuff. I'm kind of grazing him, hitting him a yeah. bit but he's still on me. Now what do I do? Let's wait until he punches himself out maybe or, or, or he tries to box and he didn't. He just maintained that pressure and Wilder just slowly cooked.
0: Several times in the contest when I thought Deontay Wilder should have been jabbing, using the jab, being busy, setting up his right hand, he's waiting far and too it was, long. It was a
1: stay away from me jab. Stay it wasn't on the damage you jab. It was a and, and just,
0: just trying to now stay now watch away. This day, here. a buy
1: in time jab.
0: Watch him wait, 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 nothing's come. But look at the look in his eyes.
2: From that moment, he was a lot more focused on what Tyson was doing as opposed to what he was doing or
0: should have been doing. Final question for both of you. Mark Breland, was it the right call and would you have thrown the towel in?
2: Um, I'm going to put my neck on the line here and I'm going to say that I understand what Jay Diaz was saying. I understand the element of what he's saying. I've got a hell of a lot of respect for him. And he has worked with Deontay Wilder since his first day in the gym. But I agree with
1: Mark Breeden's decision. I think watching it ringside, there was nothing else he could do. He was going to get knocked out for sure. Even if he'd have landed his best shot at that time, it wouldn't have been enough because
0: mm. he landed it early on and nothing happened. Fascinating insight there from the guys. Join us after the break when David and Ben will be in the ring working out tactics for a possible trilogy fight and the f- contest everyone is talking about Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua. <laughs> I
2: always feel like I'm almost, this almost comes across as though I'm going against AJ. I think AJ's a
1: phenomenal fighter. It will be explosive early doors and it depends how. Tyson Fury deals with the shots that he's getting caught with by Andy Josh in the early rounds. AJ comes at
2: Tyson Tyson's the better boxer. If Tyson presses him, I believe that Tyson's smarter, got better timing and more variability to his game.
0: Welcome back to No Filter Boxing. Now we spoke about the rematch in detail. Now let's get on to the trilogy. Okay, fellas. Is it gonna happen? Ben.
2: Um Obviously, the ball's in, in Deontay Wilder's court. Uh, the decision would be up to him. There's a few ways to look at it. If I was his manager, if I was his manager, I would say to generate the most money, allow Tyson and AJ to fight, but it's in the contract. I take a good percentage of that, take a good cut. I have a uh, comfortable fight in, in the meantime, and I fight the winner. Simple as that and generate the most money from the situation that you're in because there's a massive, lucrative fight there. As a trainer, as a, as a, you know, ideally you'd go away and work on things, come back. Whether he's willing to do that, I don't know. As a fighter, you take it.
1: What can he do different
0: to win okay. the fight against Tyson F- Fury. First and
1: foremost, get the weight off and get back to your natural weight. He's like a basketball player. He needs to be light. He's a freak of nature. He punches way harder than someone of his skinny frame should yeah. do. I've sparred him, I know, that, I know he has that. And that was all the way back in 2011 and 2013. So now, I believe he's probably punched even harder. Tyson Fury, I just feel maybe has his number. I'm not sure that the fundamentals that he lacks he can make up in one training camp, or two training camps, or 10 training camps. When you have someone who starts boxing when they're a kid and then become a 30-year-old man, that's like 25 years of his life he's been boxing. Times out by by Wilder started when he was 18. You can't can't bridge that gap, and I think if he's gonna do it, he's gonna do it by knockout, and his best chance is to go straight back in there and just try and do it.
0: Okay, so let's look to the future. Whatever happens in the trilogy, The big fight that everyone wants to see, it's on everyone's minds, it's on everyone's lips, is an Anthony Joshua fight. Ben, if you were training Tyson to box AJ, style-wise, how would you prepare him? How would Tyson Fury beat Anthony Joshua, for instance?
2: I believe that it'll be a fight where the first round will be a telling round to say, that's how the fight's gonna play out. That's the tactics that both will have to adopt because AJ will have to try things that, to see how they work, and Tyson will have to try things to see how they work. The first round will be important. The problem is for AJ, if he sort of does a version of what he'd done against Andrew Ruiz, if David's AJ and he's moving yeah. round side by side. Tyson can mentally keep him working like what he did with his aggressive lead yeah. hand position. If AJ steps in, he's got that ability to step yeah. back out and then close the gap back yeah. on. And he's constantly making AJ mentally work. I don't think AJ's got the, the engine of Tyson. I don't think he's got the mental capacity of Tyson. He's Again,
1: got... Crisp, he's got uh, AJ's got a crisp, sharp jab. And if he start, if he gets some momentum in the jab and lands a few jabs and puts uh, Fury on the sort of back foot... But is, he, pu- could, is, he, is, is he, he... Can
2: he spring into his attacks quicker than Wilder? I don't
1: think so. D- he doesn't spring in. He doesn't close the distance. Like it, Wilder's, they're very and different. Tyson's got a long reach. They're both the same height. They're both the same height. Wilder and uh, Joshua, both very similar heights. Okay, then here's a question: but what, what, Would,
0: what, would, what, would, would, would um, Tyson Fury's style against Deontay Wilder going forward would that suit Anthony Joshua? Um, I
2: think I think it'll be difficult, because then if AJ's yeah. now coming at Tyson, we know Tyson's yeah, got like, this. Uh, Here, switch yeah. up, flick, yeah.
1: flick, faint. What would Joshua want Tyson Fury to come at him? It's such a good fight. I, I, I can see it happening in so many different ways. Um, Tyson Fury has shown he can compete at a level. He's done it against Klitschko and he's done it against Wilder twice. Um, Anthony Joshua hasn't had to compete at that level yet. He did it with uh, Vladimir, he got knocked down against Vladimir. He won it in a more spectacular fashion, won it by stoppage, but it was a harder fight. Other than Klitschko, there's never been anyone wilder's level yet. You know, so just because he hasn't done it yet doesn't mean he can't do it. But I'd, I do not know. So, who would be the favourite? Uh, Tyson would be the favourite.
2: I, yeah. I always feel, I feel like, obviously, having worked with Tyson in the situation, I always feel like I'm almost, this almost comes across as don't going against AJ. I think AJ's a phenomenal fighter. Mm. He's a beast of a human. The problem is I just feel that Tyson's better in every way. Like we say, mm. if AJ comes at Tyson, Tyson's the better boxer. If Tyson presses him, I believe that Tyson's smarter, got better timing and more variability to his game. I think that AJ's only option, and it's for a short window, is here, because he's such a big, strong man. But how long can he keep that up for? Tyson's engine is,
1: you know, phenomenal. Tyson, when he's inside, he's loose, and he doesn't use up that much energy. Um, AJ's a little, a little tighter with his movements. He holds his form nice and tight, and he throws crisp, crisp shots. It will be explosive early doors, and it depends how Tyson Fury deals with the shots that he's getting caught with. by. Ante Joshua in the early rounds, anyone getting hit on the chin by Ante Joshua in the first couple of rounds are gonna gonna feel it
2: for damn sure. I I just think that Joshua will will struggle to land on Tyson.
0: Okay, on the spot, who wins? Fury Fury or AJ? At the moment, I have to lean towards... After after
1: watching uh, Tyson Fury live on Saturday night, it was insane. Uh, I've never seen a heavyweight come out and just perform so perfectly. So. I'd have to lean towards Tyson, but I want I want to see it, and I, but I do think um, Anthony Joshua has a, a massive chance in the fight if he can land the crisp combinations and gets his double jab going. He's got a great jab, um, Anthony Joshua. It's hard, it's crisp. When he can get him, if he can knock the head up and get the right hand over, he's got a chance. The the key thing is they're still
2: both learning. Yeah. they're still both improving. Yeah. You know, um, Joshua has shown his versatility in, in in the in the Ruiz rematch. Tyson's shown his versatility in in the Wilder rematch, but I think that Tyson is the best of this era and it's only a matter of time before, although he's already shown that, just
0: to cement it. Thanks, guys. Fascinating stuff. Well, the talk has already started on a super fight, but regarding Tyson Fury, it was a performance that will live long in the memory of many fight fans. Bye for now. Tyson Fury is proving himself here. What a performance of that. Left hand, right hand. And Fury believes he's on his way to victory now. And he's gone, he's gone, I tell you what. This fight is going to be all over. they throw, the towel in, the fight's all over. And Tyson Fury is the heavyweight champion of the world. He is now top of the pile.